2: And now, coming to you live from atop the Golden Rod City radio tower, it's the one, the only Puckle TCG Cast!
0: Hello, hello, and welcome to Puckle TCG Cast. Episode 15, the first ever bi-weekly episode. Very exciting, we got a bunch of new things for you guys. We got s- some amazing news. We got our new segment called Topical Beach, where we discuss our topics for the week. We also have our, of course, up deck of the episode, trainer's mail. And of course, like always, we will end with who's that Pokemon, Pokemon 15 questions. So let's go ahead and start by meeting our co-hosts for today. First, some say that Fire was told not to play with him. It's Mr. Sublime Manic. That's true. Also, it is also said that a Klondike bar wonders what he would do for him. Mr. Basket. <laughs> hey, everyone. And last but certainly not least, we have that While many people have earned the title of badass, badass have yet to earn the title of Gator Maximus. Mr. Gator! How's
3: everybody doing, guys?
0: Let's start this round with what we call the news. So let's go ahead and drop it. So we're the news and there's too much to talk about so let's start out with the basics the giratina as you all remember the promo card that we discussed last episode the three pack blisters is coming now in december now we can celebrate the devilish giratina with this blister and right now the exact date is not exactly known but it is at some point in december so i'm pretty excited to get this card this is definitely a buy four of these situation. Moving on to the next news site, let's go ahead with Sublime Manic. Talk about Litten, Torracat, and nestball Yes, um, we have high quality images
2: of Litten and Torracat, and also Incineroar. but we've already talked about that. Um, Litten is unremarkable. It is 70 HP, two attacks, one costs a Fire Energy to do 10, the second costs a Fire Energy and a Colorless to do 20, Tora yeah. Cat only has 90 HP into 20 in evolving and only knows on attack for one fire energy that you flip three coins and do 20 times the number of heads and then flamethrower for 90, two fire, one colorless discard, one energy attached to it.
0: Just a normal fire type as they tend to be. Nothing remarkable about these two. Nest Ball is pretty interesting. It's remarkable.
2: Is Nest Ball, though. Definitely. Um, Search your deck for a basic Pokemon and put it onto your bench. Shuffle your deck afterwards. It's an item, which means you can use four in a turn, and this is just a really easy way to find all of the basics in your deck, and every deck has basics.
0: Oh, yeah. And uh, those EX basics as well, right? So, it's a great, (laughs) great card. Uh, What do you guys think about this, Gator?
3: Um... I thought the uh, Pokemon are average run-of-the-mill. I mean, we've seen those attacks a million times, so yeah. not really going to talk about that. Um, nest Ball, I just want to caution people that this is not a Ultra Ball replacement. Oh, no. Um, a lot of card effects and abilities, say, when played from your hand. So um, I think that this is probably, like, a much more functional, like, dive ball or mm-hmm. anything like that. Yeah, you ball. don't
0: use this to switch for your uh, Shaming EXs or your Hoopa EXs, for sure. No, this could definitely... replace Ultra Ball
2: in certain decks, though.
3: Yeah. Like, if it's time for you to get out your last, like, you need your Magirna out so you can protect your deck when you're playing a steel deck or something like that. Uh, so I yeah. think it's it's definitely going to be something that's going to see you play. I'm excited about it.
0: Yep, for sure. So let's move on to the next piece of news. Uh, Gator, while we're at it, talk about the Sun and Moon Limited Edition GX Starter Set.
3: Alright, so it's coming out in December and features uh, Mimikyu and Pikachu. Um, so, it's going to be released in Japan on December 9th for about 47 American dollars. And it's only going to be available at Toys R Us stores. It's going to come out with a Hollow Pikachu card, a Hollow Mimikyu card, two Incin- Incineroar GX, two Decidueye GX, and two Marina GX. Um, and it's going to have Evolutionary line Coins for the Decidueye, Incineroar, and Pre Marina. Yeah. Uh, it'll have a GX markers because those are going to be new GX markers since you can only use one GX attack per game
1: mm-hmm.
3: um, damage counters, playmat, uh, rulebook guide, that kind of deal um, the Pikachu is just kind of like a basic card, 70 HP regular attacks, that kind of thing, Mimikyu, nothing like astonishing about Mimikyu except for its attack, Astonish um,
0: <laughs> which is not astonishing which is not astonishing at all <laughs>
3: Um. so I'm just it's kind of meh
0: yeah yeah it's definitely a great buy for $50 you get six GX cards and all the rest I, I this is totally a buy for me even though the cards necessarily in it it's not particularly good it's still if you want to get started right now in Sun and Moon this is a great gateway to do that uh, no, it's all going to come out in Japan.
3: It's Japan first, right? So we're yes, correct. To wait. So we
0: probably won't see this either late December at the very best or late January, just before February, uh, whereas when Sun and Moon is actually <coughs> set up to be released here. All right, sounds good. And we're going to proceed with the next piece of news, which involves one of my favorite types, Basket. Let's talk about Arcanine.
4: All righty. So, Arcanine. Um, is uh, obviously stage one for a fire and two colorless. um, It has an attack called Searing Flame, which does 60 damage and your opponent's active Pokemon is now burned. Then it has a second attack for fire, 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 and a colorless. 190 damage. Discard three fire energy attached to this Pokemon. Basically, this will be a pretty cool... New Pokemon now that Burn has changed?
0: Yes. I still don't like it because it's... Well, I feel it's one energy too much. If it would have been a, a Fire and a Colorless, or your Colorless being a perfect paradise world, uh, 60 damage for NB be Burned, which is well, now with the new ruling, it's, it's completely uh, sure that you're going to get that extra damage coming into their turn. It's not bad at all. But for three energy... Mm. It's a little bit too tough for me. What do you guys think? Sublime? Well, I mean, it's
2: three energy, but it's a double colorless and a fire. True. I mean, it's
3: okay. Yeah. I'm not really. It's also a stage one, so.
0: Yeah. I'm not not feeling it. 190 damage for uh, four energies, even though it's a bit expensive. It is still 190 damage for just a stage one. Pretty impressive. Again, the amount of energy necessary kind of breaks it for you.
3: Here's the thing, like, we're moving into a slower format, it looks like, with Sun and Moon. Yep. Um, It's not going to get any slower until things rotate out in September. Yep. Um, (laughs) Yep. But until that point, like, I don't know, it's hard to judge any of these cards coming out, because in the the meta as they exist, they're not really great. Mm -hmm. Um, But who knows?
0: That is exactly right. So let's go ahead and go to the next piece of news, which is, hey at uh, Koro Koro, a few weeks back, have announced this. Now we have a chance to talk about it. It is, of course, the Sigard Sarga- uh, and Rayquaza. Saigard. I've never been able to pronounce Sigard, Which was released to be coming in, in the new Lycanrock Rock deck. We already did discuss Lycanrock, Rock. So let's talk about Saigard. Uh Sigard is just a regular ba- basic... Um, it has 130 HP, which is not bad. It has two attacks. For one fighting and a double colorless, you have Pulse Blast, which is 60 damage. And for three fi- uh, fighting and one colorless, you got Ground Force, which does 130. That's what they do. They don't have no extra effects other than the damage apply. I believe it's a little bit too expensive uh, uh, yet again. Uh, but like Gator, well said. We're moving into a much slower meta, I called it, and until that slow meta starts, it's really hard to judge these expensive cards, because right now, they're too slow, but who knows in a year, Uh, and moving on, of course, to Rayquaza, or Rayquaza, uh, it is one. Co- uh, also has 120, not 130. And it ha- for uh, double colorless, you got turbo speed, 30 damage, attach two basic energy cards from your discard pile to one of your bench Pokemon. Basically, this is Mega Manectric EX in a basic form. Not bad, except that you're not dealing 110 damage like you would be dealing with Mega Manectric. You're dealing just 30 damage.
1: And basic.
0: Yeah, f- oh, go ahead. On a, a basic. basic. On a basic. Yep and it's for a dce like turn 1 mm-hmm. if you
3: can get if you can get the basic energy in your discard pile you're getting like two attachments yep um it's really good i wish it was pulling the basic energy cards from the deck instead of the discard yeah that would make it a lot better but this deck this could be like if we're going to that slower format where everything needs more energy then this rayquaza could be really really good yes i'm going to pick up four of them
0: And uh, also, being a basic, you can attach a Fighting Fury Belt, which makes it even hardier and hits a little bit harder. Its its second attack is nothing remarkable. It's a three-colorless energy, Dragon Claw, does 80 damage. Uh, Other than Rayquaza, any other mentions of these two cards? What do you guys think?
4: Well, um, I think, actually, um, uh, going really quick to Rayquaza, um, I think that, uh, basically... Because you're pulling from the discard pile, it makes it uh, almost exclusively a um, middle of the game to late game uh, mm-hmm. card. That you'd Unless wanna... you're
0: lucky enough to get an Ultra Ball and get those energies through that way. But yes, you're, Definitely. you're right.
4: Definitely, but that would you know that would be uh, that that seems pretty lucky to me. But it but it does it does look like a very 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 usable card that I could see putting in a lot of decks
0: mm-hmm.
4: just for energy retrieval.
0: I see this in Expanded doing really well, for sure, yes, where uh, yes. Battle Compressor is allowed. Okay, mm-hmm. let's go on to the next part of our story, uh, of our news, which is the Alola Collection Sublime. <coughs> Take us to Alola.
2: The Alola Collection is out early at Target. Um, its official release date it was the 18th, mm-hmm. and that was the same day as Sun and Moon, it has the really, really, really big jumbo card, uh, as people love to collect, with either Solgaleo or Lunala, and it's got the starters.
0: Yep, that's I mean, basically it's, it. Plus
2: it's the cute. a collector item.
0: Mm-hmm. Definitely something I mean, to pick up.
3: Here's the thing, though: like Target breaking street dates, hardly news. Um. <laughs> it is not
0: it is <laughs> definitely not news it, what it is it. new is the news is that this is out now and we can definitely get our hands on it um here's a piece of spoiler-ish so i am going to give the spoiler uh warning right now so i'm going to give you guys uh put it on mute lower your volumes for the next 30 seconds while we discuss this real fast and that is that in 3 2 1 Okay, here's the spoiler. So Galeo and Lunala are discovered not to be basic Pokemon. Yeah, they are now stage so, two. Viability
2: plummeted.
0: <laughs> yes, uh, so they're stage two Pokemon, uh, meaning that we you have to adjust to that. Of course, people thought that these were going to be basics because that's how uh legendary All legendaries were. are good. Yeah. But they break this mold. So let's break, uh, just so you guys know, we're going out of the spoilers in 3, 2, 1. No more spoilers from here on out. Welcome back. Okay. So moving right. on to the next piece of news is the well, Stoutland and promo packs from Collection Sun and Moon, which which just discusses some of them uh, of the sets that, uh, of the Pokemon that are coming in that set. Gator, talk about Togemaru.
3: I mean these cards are pretty bad. Um, <laughs> yes. Togemaru's best attack is for a lightning discharge. Um, thirty times damage. Discard all lightning energy attached to the Pokemon attack those thirty times the number of energy card you discarded. Maybe it might be C play, seventy HP, probably not. Um Another Pikachu, like you guys care about another Pikachu card. <laughs> um, you can young, technically pair it with own You could, but like, how long is that thing surviving? Um, For one think. prize. For one prize and one hit. Uh, <laughs> uh, young Goose. Um, nothing
0: special nothing about Young special. Goose whatsoever.
3: Yeah, Stoutland. Also, nothing special. Um, everything from it we've seen before is an expensive card, and it's a what stage? Uh, Stage two. Two, so yeah, not great. Yep.
0: Yeah, nothing good in this bunch of cards. Uh but it's still card the first cards revealed from Sun and Moon and that is exciting. Moving on to the next piece of news, we got the new card more new cards from uh, the collection Sun and Moon with Flying Pikachu. Uh go ahead, Basket, and talk about the cards here.
4: Alright, so <clears throat> Flying Pikachu for Lightning. It does uh, uh, Thundershock, 10 damage, flip a coin, if heads, your opponent's active Pokemon is now paralyzed. Um, for three colorless, uh, it does fly, 30 damage, flip a coin, if tails, this attack does nothing, if heads, prevent all effects of attacks, including damage done to this Pokemon during your opponent's next turn. Yep,
0: basically um, what we've it's... seen before, this is not a new card for sure.
4: Yeah, it seems um, it seems like a fun little card to have for like a collector, but that's about it from what I see.
0: Yep. Also, in this piece of news, they revealed uh, the other starter Pokemon, revealed the full cards, and Bruxish. Bruxish? I think that's how it is. Bruxish. So, Bruxish. Basket. Uh, talk about, I mean, Rowlet is pretty simple, nothing new there. Uh, same thing with Dartrix. I mean, it has nothing interesting. Brionne and Publio are pretty basic as well, but let's talk about that Bruxish.
4: Alright, so, Bruxish. Um, it's a basic for those that for those of you that uh, don't know. Um, for colorless, it has a, an attack called Vivid chart Sorry, Vivid Charge. Search your deck for up to three basic energy cards, reveal them, and put them into your hand, and shuffle your deck afterwards. For two water and a colorless, it has Psychic Fang, which is ninety damage, and this attack's damage isn't affected by any effects on your opponent's active Pokemon. Which means that um, cards like uh, which one is it? Is it Jolteon or is it uh, um, Glaceon that has the uh,
0: for evolution basic... Glaceon? Yeah,
4: yeah. So this could um, bypass uh, Glaceon's uh, um, defensive abilities through its attack. Yeah,
0: yeah. This
3: this car going to be attacking through Jolteon because Jolteon's the one that blocks basics.
0: Um... Yeah, this is not a. Ba- is it a basic?
3: It is a basic. Yes. Oh yeah, wow! this is a basic. Yeah,
0: uh, that's U four mod. Get... Yeah, I saw that. Gray thing in the corner And for whatever reason I thought it was Evolution um,
3: I'll tell you guys right now If you play Vivid Charge against me And search your deck for 3 basic energy I'm going to play end next turn
0: Yeah yeah. <laughs> if it would have said search for 3 basic energy And put them in your Pokemon's bench Then no, this would be an broken. amazing card Yeah
1: be But in your hand, hand
0: you're just subject yourself To being really disappointed As your opponent will end you in the next turn
4: yeah, it's a, it's a risky card to play. Like, it, it could help out a lot, but at the same... And because it's colorless, it would fit in any deck. Yeah. But, yeah, if they have an N, you're done.
0: Yeah. It you might just waste use. a whole turn. What was that's that? still not a bad... That's
2: still not a bad attack.
0: It's not. It's not. It's just too And <laughs> An too N much. will rotate
2: out, and Ruxus will still be
0: around. True. Mm-hmm. That is very true. But we still have other cards that might not be rotated out that does, you know, we got uh, Judge and Red card, so we don't know. Let's see. Now, although I think N was more recently uh, reprinted than those two, so God knows. But we're gonna get into some exciting news now, because now we enter into realms of amazing cards, starting with the Rotom Pokédex. Now, I love this card. I love it too. It's a basic uh, trainer card, an item card, and it is. Count your remaining prize cards, then shuffle them back into your deck. Draw the same amount of cards and place them face down as your new price cards. This is a very good card. This is a card that decks like Greninja Break... Greninjas take, especially. Yeah, will take great advantage of this because... When you use an Ultra Ball, when you use any type of card that allows you to search your deck, you can determine what are you, basically what you're missing. And if you see that you're missing, oh, two of my Frogadiers are priced, then let's go ahead and Pokédex this baby. Get those Frogadiers into the deck. Hope that you don't grab three Frogadiers once you shuffle back. Uh, and then get no. potentially get what you need from the prize cards, which before now... The, the only re, the only way we could do that was with Town Map and effectively KOing your opponent's Pokemon.
3: That's not true. Uh, here comes Team Rocket. Let both of you reveal your prize cards. <laughs> okay, <supporter>. true enough. <laughs> um,
0: what do you guys think?
4: The cool. moment I saw this card, um, all I could think of <laughs> was the last Master's Division and how if he would have had this card, he wouldn't have had to have Thrown away the first game to that autono deck.
0: <laughs> that's true. That is very true. You going to say something, Gator?
3: Yeah, I was going to say that. I don't know if I like this more than town maps necessarily. Right now, um, I feel like in a lot of situations you're not prizing everything. Um, that's why you run four counts of things that are important because your odds are significantly lower of prizing everything. Um, but I also like the fact that this card could save you for those games that are automatic scoops.
0: Yeah, uh, and town map. Assuming is Assuming it's but, not prized too. But this is the this is the <laughs> situation where town map puts you in that I don't like, and it's that and and I am a I don't like town map as a card in general, and the reason is. While it shows you what you have priced, it also shows your opponent. That's number one. Number two, it shows you what you have priced, and if you're in a situation where you can't knock out your Pokemon, you're not really helping yourself. Because yeah, you can't so get thanks. those cards unless you knock something out.
3: However, your opponent doesn't know the rest of the cards, the, f- the other 54 cards in your deck. Oh,
0: um, well, come on. When so you go to tournaments, you know that most good players buy the basic that you just put. In turn one, they know what deck you're playing.
3: Yeah, but that doesn't mean they know your card counts. Every 60-card list is different. Um, like, the number of supporters you play. So, say you see one end in my deck um, is in the prizes as I play Town Map. Um, most people think I'm running two end and not four. Um, so, uh, there's still mind games and stuff that go along
2: with it. I don't know. I think it's valuable.
0: Um, I, I really don't like Town Map. I have I've always I thought Town Map
2: is really good because it doesn't matter if your opponent knows what you're going to do as long as you can still do it.
0: Well, that's the thing. Fine, you're showing your hand, you're showing your prices. You're, I don't understand, for, at least for me, I basically have a very good idea of what I have priced just by looking at my deck. When I play yeah, Ultra Ball, I go through it? my deck, I basically know what I have priced. So, what but you don't town know what prize it is Town Map helping me? Yeah, but it,
2: if it I'm helps you get specifically can... what you need per KO. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It, I,
4: I'd have to agree with uh, um, Sublime. Like, for me, it wasn't about um, seeing necessarily what was prized, because, yes, I could do that with an Ultra Ball or um, any other thing that I'm going to search my deck with. For me, it's val- uh, Town Map's value comes with being able to grab the um, one of your best cards, just basically... For free like it's it's a huge bonus to um attacking if you've got a double colorless in there if you've got um uh one of your attackers or a spirit link or any of those things being able to grab that the moment you need it oh can totally switch around the tide
0: and i understand that my situation is and the situation where i place myself a few times with town map is Fine, I know the cards. I can see them. My opponent can see them, but it doesn't matter. Uh, I know that I have important cards, yet I am in a situation where I can't knock out anything, and for me to be able to knock out anything, they're priced. So there's but nothing I can do.
2: I bad. would just scoop.
0: That just means you weren't
2: able to knock something out anyway.
0: Yeah. Meanwhile, Rotom Pokedex allows me to grab those prize cards if they're invaluable. Mm-hmm. And put them back yeah. on my on my deck without me having to force myself to knock something out. This is where I'm my comparison. I'm not saying necessarily don't play town map. I'm saying I would prefer to play Rod uh, Pokédex.
3: Yeah, no, Rod is better, but
2: town map is good.
3: Yeah, I think it really just depends on your list. Like for me, it prizes prizing any energy cards is a pain in the butt. So if I don't know where those energies are when they're prized, like, and that's the thing about energy counts. Like if I shuffle those cards back into my deck, I can still potentially lose the energy cards that I'm looking to dig for. Um, so that's the that's I'd rather be able to take that as a prize. Just as an off example, but we've kind of talked a little bit long about this one.
0: Yeah, let's go ahead and rate this card, Rotom Pokedex. I will wait, 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 give it a super.
3: Wait. Oh. I thought we weren't rating until we got the sets. Now,
0: should we staple that that rule?
3: I think we should. I, I think, think it's certainly good
2: Regardless,
0: yeah. Okay, let's go ahead and rate this once it's out in the wild. We're going to have our own... Let's build our own review little segment. Okay, moving on to the next piece of news. It's none other than um, there is a big... Actually, there, there's a situation going out in the Viridian Guild. Uh, we have caught one of our own cheating in his real, uh, relationship. Um, we caught Scron with... Toxapex, and unfortunately, Crobat is destroyed. He he just can't handle himself. Um, The divorce is coming, and it's going to be really, really dirty. But let's talk about uh, Toxapex anyway. So, Gator.
3: So, Toxapex is a stage one. Um, It's got an ability, as long as this Pokemon is in play, whenever your opponent's active Pokemon retreats, the new active Pokemon is now Poisoned. Um, it's also got a, a attack for a uh, Psychic Energy and Double Colorless. Minnow Shock, 50 plus damage. If your opponent's active Pokemon is Poisoned, this attack does 50 more damage. So it's essentially 100 damage if you've got them to uh, come out. Um, it's kind of a heavy card. It's got a Retreat cost of 3, so that's something to pay attention to. Um, and it's weak to Psychic like a lot of things. It's got 110 HP, though, so it's a little bulky. Um, but even then, you're not going to use a Fighting Fury belt because it's a stage one. Yeah. Um, and as long as it's in play, so it doesn't mean it has to be on your, on the, uh, the active. It can be sitting on your bench. So, interesting little card.
0: It is interesting. I really like it. If it would have been, of course, it would have been amazing if it would have said, in, uh, whenever ever, your opponent switches his active Pokemon yep. instead of retreat. Correct. Road noting that it's retreat, that's where it's a lot of things now it, they're involved. Like I've always said, TCG is like a law, it's all about the tiny words. And there's no cards to force your opponent to retreat. And when he uses switch or escape rope, he's switching, he's not retreating. So that's where the situation comes in. This is only if your opponent discards energies off his active Pokemon to pay for the retreat cost to return it to the bench. Or
3: or if they've got free retreat, like free retreat counts.
0: That's where it counts, yeah. That's where Pokemon like Jolteon, those fast Pokemon that can retreat with zero, that's where this one shines. Other than that, it might find a little bit of more obstacle. The attack, I think it's one energy, too expensive, although uh, we know it's a psychic and two colorless so you can technically use a double colorless but it only does 100 damage if the opponent is poisoned again hmm, not i don't i don't i'm not feeling it
3: i'm not comfortable having it out there with 130 hp and three retreat costs like you need a float stone
0: yeah float stone yeah, uh, or at the very least um psychic mystery energy mm-hmm. which uh would reduce. I think that's
3: rotated out
0: it is uh-huh. yep. oh yeah oh yeah because yeah 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 you're right so moving on to once oh, I on. get to the
4: Oh what? Uh, I want to I want I want to talk about this cuz I'm oh, yeah. excited about this card. Go ahead. So I love this card um, because <clears throat> in standard right now yes um, Switch can move it out Zorark is it does Zorark say switch or does yeah. it say
0: No, it is uh, it comes in it does it's not retreat.
4: It's switch. Yes, correct. Okay. So <clears throat> for me the only downsides to playing this card our escape rope and Zorark. and there's a there's a couple cards right now in the TCG like Radicate Break and also Toxic Rope that have that mesh very 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 well with this card. Um, before, where um, one of Radicate's and Toxic biggest issues was that if you retreated something, then it went to the bench and its statuses were erased. This takes care of that. Radicate Break decks in my opinion, are playable now because of this card. And uh, I think... I don't know. I think that um, if you go into a situation where you're not prepared with um, a way to uh, switch out your um, Pokemon, which I don't know how many um, decks really carry the card switch, or... uh, I know Zorark's more popular, but um, yeah, I mean...
0: Well, with, right now, I guess the best thing this card does is for those Pokemon with Floatstone. Because mm-hmm. f- with Floatstone, you, you do have to retreat. It's just the recharge, your retreat is zero. So you the next right. Pokemon will get poisoned if that's the case. Right. So if you use Sora to switch in... But are you then using Solar Arc with Floatstone to switch out to the actual Pokemon you want in, then that Pokemon that it's coming in will get poisoned because Solar Arc is retreating out of the active.
4: Exactly. Yeah.
0: So it does have good play for sure as a tech um uh, card. It it might see. But then again, you can put yourself in a situation where it's like it's a stage one. Uh isn't um the Evolution spinnerack. Oh my god, I forgot the name.
1: Area yeah. Ariados automatically
0: uh, yeah. poisons, you know, it's Yeah. So what where this cart belongs, we still don't know. Let's see what, what's gonna happen once they are released and see if it actually does more than we think it does.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So with that as well, Cosmo Cosmoem were revealed. Nothing to say about those two cards. They're really bad cards. Uh, uh, They don't even attack. They have uh, just tech attacks. One is draw a card, the other one is switch uh, with a Pokemon in your bench. Nothing new or exciting to see there, and they reveal that, of course, Rare Candy will get a reprint in Sun and Moon, now needed more than ever since GS cards are now tending to be evolutions. And we're going to end, well, we still have two more news, so let's go ahead and just ramp this up. Best team has been announced. Gator, talk about Team Skull.
3: Uh, Team Skull, Grunt, is a supporter card coming out. That means you can only play one per turn. Your opponent reveals his or her hand. You may discard two energy cards you find there. You can't play more than one supporter per turn. Um, It's going to be okay in Disruption Decks. I think it's fine. Um, That's all I got to say about that.
0: Yeah, not 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 too exciting, but still fun to see Team Skull run. Which basically, Team Skull has climbed up the ranks to be my favorite team. Um, why? Because they're awesome. <laughs> they're we can losers. sit here and do two-hour podcast about why Team Skull is awesome, but we have to talk about the TCG. <laughs> um. So yo yo brother, let's go for the last piece of news and talk <laughs> about the team badge promos that are going to release in English. Sublime. Talk about them.
2: So, we're getting a bunch of promos, eight of which are exactly the same with different art, and one mediocre Pikachu. <laughs> and uh, all of these eight cards that are the same are called Gym Badge, and they have each of the Kanto Gym Leaders on them with their respective badge. It's an item where you flip a coin until you get ha- um, tails, and for each heads you flipped draw a card.
0: Not bad. But not good. Exactly. Not good either. So that's it for the news. We're going to move on to the next piece of our show, which is Topical Beach. But before that, just a quick word from our sponsors. We'll be right back.
2: I'm 10 years old and I just got my first Pokemon. I'm ready to take on anything. Are you sure you won't need your name brand pincer pocket knife? Mom, do you think I'm still just a child? I have a Pokemon for my of my own, for Arceus' sake. I can take care of myself. Do 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 oh my Helix! It's a mangy tree monster. Ah!
4: The pizza pocket knife comes standard with a chainsaw and flamethrower, because you never know what'll pinch ya. Welcome to Topical
0: Beach. And welcome back to our new segment called Topical Beach. Of course, in this segment, we're going to tear our hairs out as we discuss our topic for this show. And in this case, with Sun and Moon out in stores, we now have our taste of what C-Move changes in the video game meta. How will GX cards, GX attacks affect our current TCG? Meta and the decks that we currently have. Now, we're going to suppose that none of these cards are going to get rotated out by the time some of these GX cards, which will not happen, uh, and discuss how will they affect. Now, are a few GX cards that have been revealed. Let's go ahead and start with the first one that is coming out, and that is none other than Snorlax GX, which is coming out in the Snorlax GX box. To remind our listeners here, we got Snorlax GX, colorless 190 HP, it's a basic Pokemon, it has 3 attacks. First one, 3 colorless energies, collapse, this Pokemon is now asleep. Second attack, 5 colorless energies. Roaring Snore, 180 damage, this attack can only be used if this Pokemon is asleep. If this Pokemon is not asleep, this attack does nothing. And finally, DGX attack, Pulverizing Pancake, acid C move in the game. Three colorless... uh, Five colorless energies once again. 110 damage. This Pokemon is now asleep. You can't use more than one GX attack per game. Discuss. How will Snorlax affect... Do you see this card in any of our current decks?
4: No. No.
0: No, No, I think that's it. (laughs) Moving on to the next card. It's too expensive. It's too expensive. It's too... yeah. The
4: only way to get this thing set up in any reasonable amount of time is to use the GX attack from Solgaleo. Yeah, and even then you'll be—I mean, for what you could have one Snorlax um, hit 180 damage right off the bat. But if it's a the sleep, problem,
2: it's that, a, yeah, it's got to be asleep first.
4: Well, there's, there's like I mean, you could have another set of Pokemon to get it to sleep, like
0: i just saying, I think it's the only one right now in the format, if I'm not mistaken. And you need I'm to sorry, the cone. What? Hypno is the only card right now in standard. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, and just, you have I'm, the I'm, 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 talking,
4: I'm just talking best case scenario here. Yeah, yeah. Is all I'm saying. Is Great, news. Great
0: news!
2: Great news, you guys. Right? I just caught a certain legendary with hit, uh, hidden power eyes.
0: Woo. Oh, nice! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, nothing to see here. Moving on to the next. Gator, anything you want to talk about? Nope. <laughs> I would imagine so. So, continue on to what is Soul Galeo GX and Lunala GX. Now, unfortunately, since we're going to have to discuss these cards, we're going to have to talk about spoilers. So, another friendly warning here. Um, while we talk about Soul Galeo and Lunana, spoilers from the video game will be talked about. Not story-wise, just about the nature of these two <laughs> Pokemon. Now that being said, let's start discussing these cards. Now we, as we previously said before in this episode, we discovered that Solgaleo and Lunala are actually stage two Pokémon that come from the same Pokémon, uh, Um They are. We already know their HP and their attacks. Uh, they reveal, finally revealed the cost of these attacks. In the case of Solgaleo, for two metal, one colorless, Sunste- uh, Sunsteel Strike does a 100- hundred. 30 damage discards all energy from this Pokemon. And for the GX attack, soul Burst, it's one metal. Insert your deck for up to five energy cards and attach them to your Pokemon. Uh, then shuffle your deck. And then for Luna, well, let's start with Sol Galeo. What do you guys think about Sol Galeo? I mean, be, even though it's still stage two, both. The Pokemon Ability, which I didn't say, sorry, it's Pokemon Ability's Ultra Road. Once during your turn, before you attack, you may switch your active Pokemon with one of your Bench Pokemon, which is basically an easier uh, rush in from uh, the horse, the water horse. Keldeo? Keldeo, yes. Um, so what do you guys think about our friend here, so Galeo?
4: Well, um, I think uh, Sunsteel Strike two hundred and thirty damage for three energy. I mean, that's pretty insane,
0: mm-hmm.
4: right there. And it's not the GX attack, so this attack is reusable. Yes. Um, I think that um, that's at least that at least makes it a um, a stage two that I would not have a problem moving from basic. To stage 1, to stage 2. That's worth it, in my mind.
0: This we'll see in Expanded, in the case of Expanded, this in a Bronze Sword deck is incredible.
4: It'll be ridiculous.
0: It's a solid 230 damage. Every turn you can retreat back to your bench, recollect all of your energies, and put it back out. That's only 3 energies. And you, with three bronze sons on bench, which already that back, does that very easily. You can consistently hit for a hundred and thirty damage. That is no laughing matter. That is insanely good. Dare? Yep.
3: Definitely. Um, um and- I just don't have much of an opinion on this one either. <laughs>
0: I'm
3: like, man.
0: Really? What? How so?
3: It's. I'm not going to talk about it because we've got spoilers. So the thing is, with spoilers, we're just going to have to go through it. Um, Solgaleo and Lunala both are stage twos. Mm -hmm. Um, Anything that's a stage two has to be stopped and be considered. It might look strong, it might look powerful, but it's going to take you two more turns to get that card up, assuming you get the basic in turn one and you can get the card you need in hand. So I don't see it having that big of an impact on the current meta, um, unless people are trying to force it in. Because remember, too, every stage of a card you have, that's going to double your card count because you don't want to just play one
2: mm-hmm.
3: Um So at the minimum, to get a stage two out, that's six card spaces in your deck. And are you going to cut a tenth of your deck? Like, I don't see any decks that are willing to cut a tenth of it to get any of the benefit these cards have.
0: And that is very true. What I see as the saving grace of this card is that it is very powerful. It's 250 HP. We're talking about Whale uh level of HP here also rare candy exists so that lets you allow at least jump a stage while getting to but see the thing is card. with
3: Solgaleo and Lunala two of the, two of the most popular uh, decks right now hit them for weakness um, Mewtwo and Volcanion so that's also tricky too so that high HP does not necessarily help them as much as you would believe um, that'd be my other counterpoint to that
0: no, no, and you're right. That is def- totally a fair. But we're talking about a card that can one-hit KO Mega Mewtwo as well. And um, even So including- think about this way. If people create a Mega Mewtwo DX, D, uh, um, deck. They need Mewtwo EX, Link, uh, the Spirit Link, and Mega Mewtwo. Well, think about it this way. Instead of needing that, you just need uh, Cosmog, Rare Candy, and then Soul Galeo or Lunana. So we're talking about Which- basically the same... N- amount of cards needed to get it into play.
4: Yeah, it's the same setup. The only the only, the only, only difference is that um, if there was a tool that you wanted to put on Soul Glaive, you could do that.
0: You can still Which do that because it's not taking, benefit. yeah, the Spirit Link is not taking space.
3: But see, you'd also have to have I don't know, it makes a little bit of a difference. No, no, it does. I'm
0: not saying you're, you're wrong. I'm just saying that um, this card still, because of how good it is, if it weren't this good... I wouldn't consider it. But the card is really good. So that's why now we're coming to a a, a section where it's like okay, now maybe the necessary requirements needed to play this card are actually okay. Because this card is that good that it's worth the challenge to get it set it up.
4: Yeah, and um, yes, it's it's weak to fire, but 250 damage, there's nothing that I know of that can one-hit KO that unless it's Weak to fire, or I mean, sorry. Yeah,
0: Volcanion can knock it out with enough damage. It's the um, the um, one deck right now. But see, the the topic the topic at hand is how they fit into current decks, and I don't Mm -hmm. see any current decks. Oh, Bronson. This would be. Yeah, I didn't speak in a standard for uh, for this one, particularly because I really see it improving on Bronson decks, metal decks.
4: Yeah, I see this creating its own deck.
0: Yeah. So Bronson decks in expanded, it's. I see a lot of potential here, because consider that the most damage it could do, that deck, was 170 damage, I think, with Gene uh, Sect or maybe, um, Reshiram, if I'm not mistaken, was it Reshiram? can't remember right now. Uh, it was The Dialga. Dialga, yes. Uh, and it could only do 150, 170 damage if it had a muscle band. This allows you to do 230 consistently. Yeah. And if you put that muscle band in expanded, it's at like 250 so it can knock out anyone in the game. Except Waylord with a Fighting Fury belt, of course. Which, if you do that, you're a hater and a troll. If you put a Waylord with a Fighting Fury deck, uh, belt. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. <laughs> but moving on to the next one, Lunala EX. Now, to remind you guys, same amount of HP, 250. Uh, evolves from the same Stage 1 Pokemon. It's ability, I really like. Uh, psychic Transfer. As often as you like during your turn, before you attack, you may move one Psychic Energy from one uh, of your Pokemon to another of your Pokemon. <laughs> that, well, you don't need us to tell you that that's amazing. It's first attack, it's Phantom Ray. Four Psychic Energy, 120 damage. Defending Pokemon can't be healed during your opponent next turn. Eh, don't like it. Um... And its GX attack, of course, is three psychic energies, Lunar Fall GX. Knock out one of your opponents, basically Pokemon that isn't a Pokemon GX. Um, I don't like this card as much as I like Sol Galeo, but it's still really good. Uh, Sublime, what do you think about this one? And where do you think, think it fits in?
2: Does it fit in any of the current decks? Not that I can think of. The problem with uh, psychic transfer is, unlike fairy transfer, there were a lot of advantages to having fairy energy on you. Like, you had fairy garden, you had aromatees, so you could, like, negate status. And while the ability to transfer energy is always really strong, it depends on what support exists for that. Mm -hmm. Um, So for that reason, I don't think its ability is excellent, like, amazing at this time with any of the current decks. I wouldn't be surprised if they make a lot of psychic support in the future that makes it really, really strong. Mm-hmm. Um, I love its GX attack. Really? And the... Yes, I do. The fact that you just knock out anything, every deck plays basics, especially mm-hmm. now. Um, or in the, going forward, it, I think it's going to be much more common. And it's GX, not EX, so I think you can kill uh, or KO a...
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. EX right now combat. in current meta, yeah, it's completely...
2: So I think it's got a lot of merit in the current meta for that reason. And then its ability, se- its attack seems expensive, but because of its ability, it's really not as expen- as expensive as it appears. Because okay. you can get Psychic from your entire side to pay for it.
0: So this is where I get into the argument, the same argument I did for Decision YGX. And it's like, I have a slight issue building stage 2 just for tech cards. And I see... Lunala EX, not as a main attacker, but a tech card. And for me, and this is only my opinion, <clears throat> that's where you get a little bit of problem. Because why why waste time evolving to stage 2, something that it's completely there, to just help you set up something else? If you're going to set up something, you set up your main attacker. Because once it's ready, it's going to rain hell on your opponent. A tech card just... Helps you set up other cards. And this is where I see Lul- Lulana. And this is where I see the CGY. With the two damage counters every turn. It's just a tech card. So I would I love their abilities. I just prefer them to be in a stage one. Or a basic Pokemon. Well there is rare candy. True. But again you're setting up. I know. To I don't prefer- think
2: it's very good for the current uh, environment. I think it'll probably be better. After today's decks are no longer a thing. Although. We'll talk about Decidueye later, because it does have the support right now.
0: You, well, yeah, true. That is very true. Uh, Gator, any opinions? Um,
3: I like being able to move energy around. That's always useful. Fairy Transfer was always one of my favorite before it rotated out with Aromatisse. Um, again, I just don't see the deck right now that cuts the cards for it. That's my whole issue with, this, um, with the GX Pokemon and the GX attacks is... Anytime you have something that's a stage two, mm-hmm. you have to consider like how you're gonna get that card up and in the current format right now, people can start taking knockouts as soon as turn one.
0: Well, you gotta um, remember that the current right. meta right now we're gonna have until September of last year. So discussing these attacks and these cards and how they affect, it is what we're gonna be dealing with for the next year. That, and that's much correct. like that's why I'm saying Pokemon Break that, that cards I, I
3: consider them like a little bit more underpowered. Mm-hmm. Um Until that time,
0: yeah, yeah, and and that's that's the whole point of the discussion. Will be there? Will will they be worth it in the next year, or are they going to be break cards which we won't be using until something like Greninja break falls down from the sky?
1: Hmm.
0: Now, uh, basket, any opinions on Luna Laiex?
4: Yeah, um, so psychic has always been um, well. I mean, as long as long as I've been playing, and I imagine even before. Um, It's always been a force to be reckoned with, Um, and moving them around at will is um, something, I think, at least to pay attention to, even on a uh, stage two. Um, Maybe, um, you know, I I mean, I'd have to agree with all you guys. I I can't really find any deck that it could work with in the current meta.
0: Even um, Mega Mewtwo, which technically will be the card that will take most advantage of that Pokemon ability, it's just you're using a stage two to set up a mega stage one. It's like it just makes no sense.
4: Exactly, yeah. Um and uh um I, I think maybe its only real like shot would be um if there's if there comes a deck where it's a um uh a two stage psychic deck and then the Second stage um, Pokemon has a really great attack, um, so it's already using rare candies. Then I could see like a good a good mesh between the two, mm-hmm. but as it is right now, I don't see it getting played very very often. And um, I would I would like to um, uh, side with Sublime on the um, GX attack though. I like it because um, for the exact reason, Jushiro, why you said that a stage two isn't a good tech card because knocking out like most tech cards that deal with abilities, which are really annoying Mm -hmm. um, are basics. So being able to throw a few energy onto the card and then just taking it out, no questions asked whatsoever Um, doesn't matter where it is um, on the bench or in the active. um, I think that that could be really helpful again, situational and in the right deck, This card could be good. I don't think it's that great right now.
0: Cool beans. So let's go ahead and follow up with the next GX card we have on our list, which is one of my favorite Pokemon uh, from Sun and Moon. Um, I've liked it since the moment they revealed it, but playing the game through and choosing him as one of my Pokemon for the whole game, I freaking love this Pokemon, and that is Lycanroc. Now, Lycanroc, it's a fighting type with HP... 200 on a stage one It's first is again like almost every other GX card has three attacks First one is crunch for one fighting and one colorless 30 damage and then you discard one energy attached to your opponent Pokemon energy not just basics You got the second attack which is Excel rock for two fighting one colorless 120 damage And then finally you got the GX attack which is like in Fang GX for two fighting, one colorless, 200 damage, and then you discard two energies attached to this Pokemon. What do you guys think about this Psych and Rock? Gator. Eh.
3: um, Decent disruption decks. I might see... It might see some use. Mm-hmm. Um, especially being a stage one. Um, removing that extra energy is just, like... It's good. Yes. So... Um, and right now fighting decks have a lot of benefit to buffing their attacks. Mm-hmm. So if you play it with the Rocks, and then you play some Hammers, and you play some Team Player Grunts, and some Team Rocket's handiwork, you're just giving them a bad day. So yeah, I like it.
0: It is a cons- I see it as a consistent card. It, it's a stage one, so you can get that as fast as possible down. If you really want to take the chance and make it even faster, you can use um, Maxi's Hidden Ball Trick, and put it out as a as a basic down from your discard pile, if you're willing to try and do that. Crunch for 30 damage. One fighting, one colorless. You can put one you can also energy wally. on that. That's, uh, that's 50 damage. What was that?
2: I think, rather than Maxi's hit ball trick, it's probably better to Wally For a stage well, no, no, one. For sure,
0: yeah. For sure. Uh, anything else? Sublime, anything you want to add to this one? Fighting has a lot of
2: support. Um, this... So that makes Lycanroc good. I just hope that they make a GX Lycanroc -er that is the midnight form.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's better. uh, It's good to clarify. This is the (laughs) midday form of Lycanroc. And uh, Basket, lastly, anything else?
4: I love its first attack. Um, The fact that it says discard one energy um, attached to your opponent's active Pokemon instead of a basic energy or special energy, that's awesome to me. This seems like, I don't know, just really awesome. You can, <clears throat> if you have a, if you're doing it in Expanded and you have a um, a Muscle Band, then you're hitting 50 when you do that, taking out, you know, a Giratina's Double Dragon or um, anything else's Double Colorless, um, and then dropping down one more um, energy on it for another 120 damage, then you're doing uh, 190. Mm-hmm. So it's, I mean, you're you're two hit KOing, you know, really heavy health, and then some of the lighter uh, EXs. So I think it's I think it's pretty awesome. Um, energy disruption plus two hit KO. Um, I think this is a better, uh, more well supported um, uh, Sizer EX kind of.
0: Technically, yes. And I see, again, going back to expansion, as you said, Basket, this might look... But this will gain a lot more support with Fighting Stadium, with, um, Mm -hmm. obviously... um, Regirock. Yes. Yeah. And these cards are totally supported. It can support (coughs) its own, uh, I would say, its even own deck. I mean, I'm thinking, I'm looking at this card, I'm thinking Lucario EX, right? And Lucario EX was a great card. I see this almost as good with more, more HP. Uh, so who knows? This could look good in as a Lucario-like deck of Yeah, expanded. for
2: sure. It, you will definitely, even in Standard, you'll see it. Mm-hmm. There's a lot yes. of fighting support in Standard right now that it's going to go in fighting decks like as soon as it comes out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And moving on to Lurantis. GX, our little Resident Grass GX card that's been revealed. This is this one's a little gem. It came out. There's a lot of discussion with this one. Now Lorentz GX, sorry, but gotta stop that. Um HP 120 to stage one Pokemon. Uh it's three attacks. One first attack. Flower supply, forty damage. Attach two basic energies from your discard pile onto your Pokemon in any way you like. Um so there's a correction actually, this, this grabs any energy, not just grass um, For one grass type And then for two grass, one color solar blade 120 damage, heals 30 damage from this Pokemon when you do that And of course, DGX attack Chlorosize for one grass 50 damage plus This attack does 50 damage to times of numbers of grass Attached to this Pokemon Now this is a interesting card to say the least Let's go ahead and discuss this. So, the first attack, Fire Supply, just like we discussed with Rayquaza not too long ago, the fact that you can take any energies from your discard pile and place them to... And Riquasa and Manectric allows you to do that to one Pokemon. Here, it allows you to do any Pokemon, so you can put one in one and the other in another. Any energy, it's really a great, great uh, attack for just one grass energy. Sublime. Uh, oh, Gator. It's grown on me a lot. Yeah.
2: And you know what, in terms of talking about how it affects current decks, I think this goes brilliantly with Vileplume.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah.
3: And,
0: um Yeah, go ahead, Gator.
3: I was gonna say I think Sublime's got a good point there. Any grass deck really. Mm-hmm. Um there's a lot of things that are expensive, like the um Venusaur. Mm-hmm. And Anything that you can start powering up, and you're going to have a lot of discard, because if you're playing Bio Plume, you're not playing a lot of items, so you can throw a lot of things away with Sycamores and stuff like that. Yeah. So getting, being able to throw stuff away, bring the energy back out, and still keep your opponent under item lock um, is going to be valuable. And so send that card out, get everything powered up, good to go. Yeah. I'm pretty much, at this point, only really on board for like the Rock and any of the grass um yeah GX Pokemon for affecting the current meta being able to be included in decks that are kind of struggling right now. Um because they get support they get support from Dose. they get support from forest giant plants, um mm-hmm. they get support like all across the board being grass decks. Um fighting against paralysis and poison is just a pain. Um so I do see these card seeing play in those types of decks. I think Grass is going to get a lot better.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Solar Blade, 120, heals 30 damage is okay. Fair. It's I mean,
2: great. No. Because Solar Blade is great, I think, because it two-hit KOs every single, like, EX just about, and GX that we're seeing. Like, the only two it misses are Gallio and Lunala, and we already talked about the problems those things have. So it has survivability against a lot of attacks that do around 120, which is a very sweet spot to hit.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: it
2: has, like, the ability to two-hit KO anything in return. You- on top of giving itself some healing. Like, I think Vile- like I think Vileplume Lurantis is going to be the next Vileplume deck. It's going to replace
0: Vespiquen. I would agree with you. What I agree with you there. But I would agree with you on this attack... If it weren't the same thing you guys said about Scissor, Mega Scissor EX, and its weakness is also fire, just like Scissor, and so, we're not really seeing Scissor all that much because of Volcanion.
4: So, one of the things that's different is that this is 120 and not 110. Scissor huge... is
0: 122, though.
2: Yeah, Scissors well,
0: 120. Yeah. Oh. It's exactly the fan. same attack instead of... <laughs> Uh, Except that z (laughs) (laughs) deletes the energy, this heals you for 30. And to me, getting rid rid of an energy is better than healing yourself 30 HP.
3: 30 HP is great math, though. Um, Part of the reason Olympia is being included in a lot of decks lately is because not only is it a switch, but that 30 HP makes the math so much harder for a lot of other decks to cover. Um, When you have uh, decks that are needing to do an energy attachment to do 20 more damage, or an energy attachment to do thirty more damage, healing thirty HP is important. Um so I think that's it's gonna have a place there. Also, the deck's gonna set up faster than Volcanion. Um even if is yeah, hitting sure. it for weakness, it's gonna have to Volcanian's gonna have to play catch up. Because okay. volcanion has gotta get all of the Volcanions on the bench before it starts power heatering like super strong. So okay.
0: Cause I'm yeah I'm really comparing this for Caesar with the Caesar or Mega Caesar EX because in in that attack and its weakness terms I mean I well, do as far see as this disruption. yeah I do see this as a great tech card. Um, see, the the difference I mean, is exactly an attack a, attacker.
3: The difference
2: is
0: this a, replaces Vespucci.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. Now it's the- GS attack though that is brilliant. Fifty damage for each grass type uh, uh, grass grass energy it has attached? Wow, that's can knock out for four energies, two hundred damage can almost knock out anything in the game.
3: And I think that's a good like emergency switch. Yeah. Um, if you're facing something and whatever's happening, you can be loading him up on the bench to go out and do your final knockout if necessary. Um, so yeah, I like him.
4: I don't I don't see this necessarily um, Replacing Vespaquin, but I see it um, being like, you know, creating a um, you know, a grass toolbox deck.
3: It's so much faster know? and Which more is reliable. Absolutely, it's so much yeah, faster like, and reliable seeing... than Vespaquin. Though Vespiquin, it is. There is and you no not to worry about your discard pile. Like Vespaquin, well, right problem is... now you have to have. There's no way to throw cards away easily. Like, but this you don't need to throw cards away.
0: So it's worth. It's worth making the distinction here that when we say it's replacing Vespaquin, I mean, nothing really can replace Vespaquin in a Vespaquin deck because Vespaquin. No, but Vespaquin
2: Vileplume, I think, becomes yeah. Vespaquin Lorantis. There we go.
0: Okay. You,
2: you mean. You mean uh, um, Lorantis Vileplume. Vileplume Lorantis. Lur- yeah. That's what I mean, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, in that aspect, yes, for sure. And it's definitely a great card. I do like it. i just not excited for that second attack as much as you guys are. Uh, but you guys have amazing reasons to why I'd be excited for it. Now, moving and on. And actually, oh, go ahead.
2: can I just add up some? Like, the math is really good here. Because you can. I would go so far as to say you don't need to hit for 200 with the GX. You use Flower Supply the first turn, attach two more onto it. You have three automatically for just one actual energy attachment your second turn. 40 plus 150 is 190. That'll get rid of Volcanion on the second turn before it can probably set up. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then you can use 120 and heal yourself continuously from that point onward. So I think the math is really, really strong with Lurantis. This,
0: the math is strong with this one. The math is in its
2: favor. <laughs> Quite
3: honestly, if when this new cards come out, that's probably what I'm aiming for, is making a grass deck. Same.
2: Like, it's grown on me so much, I was nervous about whether it would be good or not. But I think, like, in the format right now, it's really solid. Just because of all of the support Grass Energy has.
0: For sure, definitely. Yeah. So moving on straight to the last, and we're going to treat these as a trio as they are, and that is the Starter GX cards. Decidue GX, Incineroar, and Primarina. Now, we already just... discussed these cards uh, on the last episode, so... we're might be a little bit quicker here. We already know where our allegiance stands. Everybody here likes the CGY. I like Primarina. So, <laughs> so let's go ahead and talk about the CGY and where it fits. Now, we already talked that this is a grass, so it's a lot of support. Where do you guys see the CGY entering play? now? While I, go ahead.
2: Yeah, I think Vileplume Lurantis is better, but I see Vileplume Deciduite being another deck that could be made. Mm-hmm. It has really just strong board control. You don't let your opponent use items, and you can target damage wherever you want.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Every turn, because of the ability. Mm-hmm. So I see that as a, a very real possible deck that might grow into the current format. just Because like, Vileplume pairs so well with basically any good grass type. And I think this is another partner for Vileplume. Yeah. I also like the ability
3: to pull stuff out of your discard pile with the GX attack. Um, the thing is, with Vileplume being under a lock is hard, so there's no real good way to recover, like, DS Seeker or anything like that to pull stuff out of your discard. So being able to pull that out in the middle of a game um, could be really clutch for you. That's really good synergy with
2: Bileplume.
0: Mm-hmm. Also, you're, subject- you're subjecting yourself to Booing End in the next turn. Right? Because you're getting these three but cards in you back into your deck.
2: But
3: they're, you can't get them out of your discard any anyway. So now that they're in back in your deck, you can still have them in your deck. Well, if I want to pull out Lysander that I've already used, I can pull out Lysander. Um, I'm talking about recovering supporters that you can't have access to because VS Seeker is locked out.
0: True. And Puzzle of Time is also locked out. And uh, the only one who would not be locked out would be teammates.
1: If mm-hmm. you're able,
0: but you would have to use your support or that turn in order to get any two cards from your... Uh, that's actually from your deck, not your discard pile. Yeah, style.
3: so being able to recover from discard pile, because you can still draw into those cards later. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I care about. When I play Bio Plume Lock, it's so hard to, like, make these decisions sometimes, to throw things away. Yeah. Because I'm not going to have access to it later.
0: I still have an issue of using an attack to do that. I believe that's trainer territory. To get things from your discard pile, that should be a a trainer thing. Yeah,
3: it's great training territory in any other deck that's not a lock deck. Yeah. (laughs) But this is a lock deck, so lock decks you have to get creative.
0: Because you're in a lock deck, aren't you already making arrangements to know you're locked out so you have once those cards turn yeah, card you your out the other way yes kind of but like
3: so i can pull those cards back out that's my
2: arrangement
0: okay <laughs> my it's good without
2: it the gx attack the gx attack just gives it even more synergy with vile plume mm-hmm. like it was good yeah. because of the ability not the gx attack the gx attack doesn't make it worse and in some circumstances is more useful and if we're talking about decks, this goes into currently. I think it
3: replaces Alakazam in the Gengar deck, um, where you're dropping energy down and then uh, using Creep Show to knock out. Um, I see that as the place for this card. It's really? I still think it's better with Vile Plume, but that's interesting.
4: How would how, how would you fit Grass into that deck?
3: Me, because because it doesn't. I don't need to play any Grass energy. Um, True, like but Anar.
0: you need giant plant uh, yeah, it forest of giant state. plants. Um, but it it's not like Gengar was
3: stadium dependent. Yeah, Gengar's not stadium dependent. I can run Psychic Energy and use this as a tech card.
0: So you I use get this up. stage 2 tech card for a stage 2 attacker?
3: I use a stage 2 With tech card.
2: With
0: forest
3: of giant plants,
2: that's not as bad, bad as, as it sounds.
3: Plants. No, and there's a lot, of, like Vileplume's a, de- a tech card too in a lot of decks, so...
0: Yeah, you know, no, no, I, no, well, yes, but it's a disruptor card. So valplum is an exception because once you have valplum down, it locks everything in, and its song it's there. So that's different. That, well, I CGUI consider valplum to, it's, its own thing.
3: Decidueye has a retreat cost of two and a hit points of two hundred and forty. So even if it does get life standard up, they're not knocking it
0: out that easy. Um, that's why I'm looking at it paired with Gengar. Uh-huh. Any last okay. words on the CGUI? Um I
4: <clears throat> I see this as. Um, a potential way to make um, Vespaquin a little uh, more playable in, um, oh man, in Expanded.
0: Okay.
4: Um, because <clears throat> the main problem with Vespaquin in Expanded is once you use your, um, you need to use Battle Compressor. And uh, what the issue is, is basically at the end of the game, if they care in you, you're done. There's no way in. Being able to put... Three battle compressors back into your hand brings you right back into the game. Yeah, and I don't mind putting, you know, like a two-one-two uh, um, two or something weird like that, and maybe like a um, rare candy or something um, in there to make this work. Um, because in a Vespucci deck, you can get rid of extra cards, um, and extra cards don't necessarily hurt you a whole lot. So I think that this could help.
0: Okay, you guys make all very legitimate and good. Um, Advices for the CGY. I still don't like it. You're all wrong. But I've been known to be wrong (laughs) in the past as well. (laughs) Tyranitar. Tyranitar. The bird, Talonflame, whatever. Now, Incineroar. That's about it. Primarina GX. (laughs) Now, Primarina GX, I like personally. I like it because it, it looks really well in a troll deck. It looks really well on a... The, these mealing decks that people are constantly trying to do. Uh, and it's just what really. Deck do you see it in things. right now. Right now, let me. Well, let's go through the card first. Uh, HP 150. It's a stage 2, we all know. It has the first attack, one double colorless for 10 damage. And this does 10 damage plus 20 for each water attached to this Pokemon. And then it has the second attack, Ocean Sound. Three water types, one colorless, 120, but discard an energy attached to one of your opponent's Pokemon. And then its attack is Grand Echo. Heal all damage from each of your Pokemon. Now, I like it because of how tough it is. It's It's super bulky. Super bulky considering... Only because
2: have... of Rough Seas. It's super bulky no, it's, it's
0: with super Rough Seas. it's super bulky by itself. It is like particularly it... bulky because yes. of Rough Seas. Because it has 250 damage. It's weak against Grass, so it's only weak to one deck in the meta right now if anything. A really
2: good deck, though.
0: Dude, true, but how many times are you going to encounter it, right? It's bulky and everything I mean, everything after Lorantis
2: comes out, I feel like Grass is going to be much more
0: common. True, but this is talking about the current one, right? So in the current one... Well, we I are, mean, if we're
2: talking... Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? we have all... It goes out at the exact
2: same time as Lorantis goes out, though.
0: Yeah. So, right now, it had 250. Its GX attacks allow you to heal all of that back down to zero. So you start right up, so if your opponent was if your opponent was chipping away at you because it couldn't two hit KO you because it just didn't didn't do enough damage, this will completely reset the scale for all of your Pokemon. And uh, if you have Waylord, for example, in the bench also taking uh damage, it heals the Waylord completely as well.
3: I was gonna say I think that's the deck that we go for is the Waylord deck. Yeah. That's that's what deck it improves.
0: And then um, the attack, even though it's expensive, the first one is not that bad. For two colorless, although you would, could obviously be using water energies instead. It's in a blastoise deck. Not bad. I mean, not it doesn't replace. Uh, Keldio, of course But it's still pretty good It's second attack I personally like It's a little bit expensive Three water types One colorless, But it's 120 Which is the same amount That you guys are saying For Laurentiis Granted Laurentiis Is a stage one This is stage two And it costs
2: less
3: And it costs less
0: But this Discards an energy From your opponent Which is disruption Which I prefer over healing In this Well in this case Because she has already So many other ways of healing Including Rough Seas So it gets the healing From Rough Seas because it discards an opponent an energy from any of your opponent's Pokemon. Even your opponent active doesn't have an energy, you can go to whatever they're trying to set up in the bench and discard that instead. And to top it off, whoever it does, the GS cards will just heal everything across the board. This is a wall of a Pokemon. You set this up, your opponent's going to have one hell of a problem trying to knock it down. Because it just won't budge. It just feels too much.
2: That they play grass. And Unless they su- play grass.
0: Well, yeah, true. But that goes for everything else. Yeah. If you play the weakness, you're playing the weakness. There's no way around that. I just think
2: Pre Marina is it's such a good card. I agree with you that it's a very bulky, super bulky card with rough seas. Um, its attack has potential because of its bulk. Um, only mm-hmm. because of its bulk. And because of its um, disruption. So it can stick only- around long enough to get that energy, right? But my concern is, like, there's always cards that are good, but don't see the merit that they would because their weakness is better. So it's the same reason how um, Night March made a lot of otherwise really strong Pokemon just useless, or you, they didn't see the potential they could have.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It's the same thing, I think, with grass types and Premerina, like with but you're Lurantis right, and Sidgy. Kind of and grass
0: and- decks are as good as Night March, and that's a big fat no.
2: Well, no, but like, it seems like grass and fighting, just looking at the GXs and how they're going to go into the metagame, I think that uh, it's going to have a hard time because grass is probably going to be very popular. Okay. So I don't think it'll ever shine as brightly as it would if grass wasn't as good as it's going to be, and is.
0: We're putting a lot of faith on the grass type deck. I'm not saying, I'm not disagreeing with you guys, but the... (laughs) <laughs> the chances that we'll have another Night March in our hands is pretty slim. Especially the direction no, not saying this, it, it, this yeah, is uh, cool. That's just like an example of how when
2: one, one thing is good, it makes something else worse.
0: But, I, for example, Night March was a bit I'm giving Merit to Primarina because of the potential of the cart itself.
2: But yeah. it doesn't fit well with any decks right now either. Well, that are in like a Waylord
0: deck. Decks. And if you're talking an Expanded, we can even put it in. As a replacement to um, Keldio in uh, for the Blastoise deck, I mean you put four so you're energy put from your you going to put two stage hand. twos. Well, in the Blastoise deck, you use uh, Archie stays in the hole. <laughs> And you get those that's, from the discard Okay, trial. that gets
2: one thing out. You need at least two stage twos now, though.
0: No, no, yeah. You're completely right. I'm making the same argument you guys are doing with the stage twos in the Why, which is the stage two to okay, support another stage exactly two. exactly
2: why Forest of time Plants is a lot stronger than Archie's A's in the whole
0: though. It or is, if you can keep it on, for sure. And you have all your cards in that one turn to be able to evolve everything you need in that one turn before someone knocks out that trainer, uh, stadium. Uh, I mean, that's not hard at all. And
2: we run four.
3: Like,
4: <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm. Ex- yeah. I'm excited to yeah. see how this meta plays out with two very str- uh, strong <clears throat> water and grass types. So I think that'll be really great.
0: Yeah. So that's it for the GX cards uh, that we currently know. We might have missed one or two. Uh, we probably consider them too uh, mediocre for even to be discussed. Lapras, Lapras. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna go on, and normally I would say. Straight down to Trainers Mail, our new mailback segment. But, of course, none of you sent an email, so I'm sad. But that means we're going to finish this off early. Well, not early. With the very best, Who's That Pokemon?
1: Who's That Pokemon?
0: And welcome back. Now, normally we would have also said uh, Deck of the Episode, uh, which you guys all voted for uh, the... Darkrai Giratina deck, which we'll discuss next episode. For now, let's finish up with everyone's favorite segment, Who's That Pokemon where you get to challenge our co host to see if they can guess what Pokemon we have. So, you guys all know the rule. No browsers, no internet, no help. This is all between you and your noggins. Um, you cannot ask questions about generations. You cannot ask questions because of the pokedex number. So, let's go ahead and start. Before wait, we wait, start
2: wait, wait, wait. Oh, wait. Before we start, are we including sun and moon pokemon now? We
0: are now for now. We're not. We are not? We are not. Okay,
2: good.
0: Cuz yeah, we okay. just
2: got these guys.
0: Yeah, we yeah. just got this. We, we never expect you guys to to know. Um so yeah, no gen se- no gen-sex uh, still uh, we will be talking just for um what we have from Gen 1, 2, 6, and it starts in this order, Sublime, Basket, Gator. So, Sublime, give me your first question.
3: Is it a water type?
0: No. Gator.
3: Is it a dual type?
0: Yes. Basket.
4: Is one of its dual types dark?
0: No. Sublime. Is it part of an evolution chain? Yes. Itter.
2: Can this Pokemon be found in Hoenn? Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Bear with me. Yes, it can be found in Hoenn. Sublime. No, wait. Basket. Sorry.
4: <laughs> um. Is this a basic Pokemon?
0: Yes. Sublime. Does this Pokemon have one evolution or two evolutions in its line? It has one. Wait, that's not a yes or no question. You tricked me. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 it oh, no. am <laughs> no, sorry. <it's> like... <laughs> You answered um, it. I answered it. Yeah, I completely lost it. So there you go. You got a freebie. Oh, cheater. I should have been worried about. It's <laughs> not cheating. I could have just reported
3: it for the same. Period. All right. Uh, let's uh, sublime. Let sublime reset too. Reset. Um, yeah. So while he's resetting, my question will be: hmm, Is it a normal type? No. What was your question? Normal
0: type. It's not a normal type. Okay. And basket.
4: Um is it
2: flying?
0: No. Sublime.
2: So it has one evolution. It's not a water type. It's not a normal type. It's not a dark type. It's a dual type. It's from it can be found in Hoenn. And it's basic.
1: It's not yes, dark and it's either. the basic.
2: And it's not dark. Um, is this Pokemon a
0: bug type? Yes, and that's question number ten. Gator.
2: Ooh, bug type. Okay. Dual-type bug-type. Yeah, dual-type bug-type. That's not part water, so that cuts out Cersei. So not
3: water, not dark, not flying, not normal.
4: Yeah, flying cuts out a lot. Yeah, I asked flying, and flying cuts out a lot, so it's bug something else.
2: Bug poison, probably. Oh, oh! Owen, I got it. No, wait, it has two evolutions or one evolution? One evolution, right? Oh, what about Ninkata? Um, hold on, hold on Ninkata. Was my
3: question, my question, hold on. Uh, <laughs> Ninkata's got two.
2: Yes, but it only evolves once. I
3: mean, he is tricky, but you asked in the evolutionary line, but I guess he only does evolve once in the evolutionary line, but he was kind of hesitant, because, like, you got, like, Anorith, you've got, like, um... <clears throat> That's right. What else is in there? Because, like, Nankata's Bug ground, isn't he? I think...
4: Yeah. I think one of the next questions that we should ask is if it's type is poison.
3: No, I'm going to ask... Um, or rock. Is it, ask rock. Yeah, is this Pokemon secondary type rock? No. Basket.
4: On secondary type poison.
0: Yes. Sublime. Okay. okay, so it's a bug poison type.
2: It can evolve once. It can be caught in Poland. This is
0: question thirteen, by the way, you got three more questions to go.
2: Alright. Uh, let me confer with my like constituent with my people. Yep. Yo, is <laughs> Venonat catchable in Poland? I can't remember. Um it evolves once and it's bug poison, isn't it?
3: That's true. Venonat is, it bug, is bug poison. poison. Um, but so is, like, Spinarak.
2: That's true, okay, so... Yeah. we got Spinarak and Venom. And you
0: might want to reset also, Sublime. So we got Bug Poison, For
2: Spinarak, we have... Are those Spinarak. the only two we can think of that would be catchable in Hoenn that only evolve once with Bug Poison typing? Spinnerack
4: and oh um mm. Buck's bug poison
2: oh wait that, that's, that's 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 is, stage evolution is only bug anyway or the wormhole is only bug I think
4: oh that's right yeah yeah
3: I kind of like Spinnerack because I don't think it was originally around Hoenn and it took him a while to guess whether or not it was in Hoenn. I need
0: a question yeah I think I
2: think is this Pokemon based on a spider
0: hmm no, no. okay so gator um, questions remember that last question needs to be the is this this Pokemon do you get one? I mean, can more we
2: think, can we think of any of them that's else that's bug poison? There actually aren't that many bug poison types like in the totality of Pokemon. And a lot of them are like two stage evolutions like the Weedle line, the Scolipede line. Right? Yeah. Like we've narrowed down a lot. I think Ven- like can we think of anything besides Venonat that even qualifies? What about like Scolipede?
3: Like, what's this, the, um, the Scorpion one?
2: Scorpie? Scorpi? Oh, isn't that, hmm, can that be caught in Because that's a Gen 4 Pokemon. Yeah, but Oras. But can it be caught? Uh, I don't know.
4: Oh, holy crap. If we ask if it can be caught in Gen... Well, we said, wait, what do we say?
2: We can't say any Gens. You could ask if it evolves into a Dark-type. And then that would determine whether it's, if we, oh no, if we think that it's between Venonat and Scorpi or Scorapi, however you pronounce it, if you ask if it evolves into a dark type, that will tell us whether it's one or the other, if it's only those two that we're stuck between.
3: Yeah, I think that's it. I think it's scorpia though. I think it's, he hesitated about the bug thing, too. Um, yeah, that's gonna, yeah, that's, it's one of those 2 so yeah, I'm need a question, evolves, guys. Ask it evolves into a dark type.
0: It's your turn, Gator.
3: Um, does this
0: Pokemon evolve into a Dark-type? Yes, it does. Okay! Yay. Basket, <laughs> what's this Pokemon?
4: Uh, I want to make sure I pronounce it right. Uh, um, Scor- Scorpy.
0: <laughs> Scroopy, yes, that's it. Uh, wow! Scorpy. <laughs> almost! Almost got you had stumped there. You haven't mentioned Scroopy until the really last uh, part there, so that was... That's pretty, pretty amazing. Uh, I want to thank the legendary Star-Lord for bringing that suggestion to us. Uh, Man, you're awesome. You almost got them stumped. So (laughs) that's the end of our uh, first bi-weekly episode number 15 of the Pokemon TCG cast. Thank you all for joining us. I hope you like this show. Uh, Of course, Sublime, thank you so much for joining us.
2: Always, always, always a pleasure. Thank you for
3: Gator, me.
0: thank you very much for waking up and doing this even before your breakfast.
3: You're welcome, guys. Now I'm going to go eat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and basket, like always. Thank you so much.
3: I love it, man. Thank you.
0: No problem. So you've been listening to Pokemon TCG Cast. And, like always, it's closing time.